Welcome to our very first uh, podcast interview here on Super Metal Brothers. I'm Super Metal Brother Matt. And I'm Super Metal Brother Dan. And today we have two lovely guests for our very, very first interview here on our channel. We have Christian Bream and Connie Bream from Army. Guys, say hello. How you going, guys? Thanks Hi, very guys. much for having us on. Perfect, perfect. All right, so uh, we're going to start right from the top, Danny. Yeah, well, this is pretty much the first, I think, heavy metal power couple since uh, Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne, so <laughs> we're very honoured. <laughs> Super metal joke straight away. Yeah. <laughs> it's all downhill now, sorry. <laughs> All right, so let's take it from the top, guys. Um, so we've established uh, Army is the Australian Rock Metal Institute. So what is that exactly for the listeners out there in uh, Radio Land? Well, I guess it's the brainchild of Connie and I, and Australia's first and ever specialised heavy metal music training facility um, located in Adelaide. And uh, obviously, heavy metal being our point of difference, it's not all we do. We teach everything from classical to rock to pop. Heavy metal. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a school with a difference. School. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's funny you say that because uh, it's, it seems like something that uh, should always have been there, but at the same time, like you said, it's like the first one, but, you know, music genres cross over branching as well. You have you know, your rock and your jazz and it all, you know, you've combined it all. But what made you start it? What was the reason why you guys uh, decided to start you know, doing that in Adelaide? We both love metal so much that, <laughs> and there's not a school like it, so... And there's so many um, metal bands in Adelaide alone, so we wanted to create something for that scene. Yeah, no, no I think just to provide a, a platform and to be able to inspire as many people as we could. You know, we all think we're born with hopes and dreams and we just want everyone to realise um, how special they are and that they can go out and get those dreams. So we want to make those avenues available for them and that's... Yeah, and in a nutshell, why we started Army in the first place. That's very nice, actually. Yeah, very noble uh, thought there. It's, was it really hard to get it started, especially in LA? We're kind of a small niche market there, so it was a bit tricky to get it off the ground. Oh, look, we were, we were pretty confident that we were, we were on to something right from the start, and we, we believed in, in Adelaide and we believed in the scene enough that um, it would get behind it and support it. And we've been very humbled and, and very honoured to, to say that that has happened. We've we have a very special thing here in Adelaide, I think, and it's not just uh, a, a, a community, but a family of uh, like-minded people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking about that, you've obviously seen the young guys, you know, get older, more maturing into, into their writing and into all that. So, can you name a couple of the bands or the actual artists themselves that have come through the army ranks uh, as of recently or in the past as well? Oh, well, I think that the most the most obvious one would be Ladybeard, really, that uh, yeah. got together with Lady Baby from Baby Metal. Uh, Lady Baby from the girls from Baby Metal. Yeah. So he went on. He was learning his craft here at Army and went on to Japan to realise his dream and is now world famous. So we're very proud of that. Okay. Uh, but we've had many, you know. That, that's the whole purpose why we do what we do. We want to. Open up those windows of opportunity for people, and we've had a lot of our students go on to success in the music industry, not only locally but internationally as well, uh, in interstate, of course. Oh, of course. Now, um, go on. yeah, I remember Ladybeard Mima actually saw a Ladybeard wrestle before we actually knew the guy was a singer. So. We're going to believe it. We like, so, hey, we like talking about so, like the local RCW, right? So the wrestling. We saw this guy and he was cool. Like, he did like nice, like roundhouse kicks, and then we saw him like, hey, he's, he's a musician, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, we didn't ever think that we'd have someone as, uh, as unique as, as Rick in the building when we yeah. first started. I mean, we were so pleased that we did. Yeah, He's an absolute champion of a guy and um, we knew that he was something special right from the minute we met him. And uh, 
We just uh, yeah, wish him all the best with all his success. He's he's, he's absolutely smashed overseas. So yeah, no, he's it's uh, great to see. Yeah, he's yeah. found himself a great little corner, a slice of Utopia. And, uh, you know, it's a question we're definitely going to get into a little bit later as well about that. But uh, for now, we wanted to know about uh, the other side of it um, with uh, how someone actually can become a student now. Like, how can someone get involved in Army and uh, learn from you guys? Oh, we, we, we're here to help anyone who wants to, you know. We, we want to inspire as many people as possible, lads. So, yeah, just to encourage them to pick up the phone and give us a buzz or drop us an email. Uh, just get in touch with us. We'd love to help you. And like I said before, we, we, we do ever believe wholeheartedly everyone's born with hopes and dreams and we believe that there's for the taking. So, you know, we're there to encourage that and, yeah, just encourage them to get on the phone and ring us. And we don't just teach uh, advanced, we, you know, we do from beginners all the way through, people that haven't ever picked up an instrument before and just want to play. Uh, with a name like Army, do students ever get, like, intimidated? Think you guys are going to be, like, very strict and very hard-hitting on them or <laughs> make them run laps and do, like, push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not really. No, no. <laughs> Trust I mean, me. You really feel it. I think, you know, the minute you step foot in the premises, that you know it's a family. You know, we're not just a music school, but we are very genuine and honest about what we do and we're there to love on everyone. So it does seem, you know, it's a pro- probably a common misconception. All the best, you know, they've got tattoos and piercings. They, they must be on drugs. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It's quite the opposite. It really yeah. is. And, um, yeah, we've had a very, very good response in general. No, it sounds great. It sounds like really uh, what you're saying is great for the kids, but also for their parents because obviously they'll be a bit worried sometimes. It's like, oh, metal. <laughs> like, no, there is a thing going on with it, mum and dad. You know, I'm not going to be just eating Maccas and <laughs> getting a student loan. <laughs> There's actually like a massive possibilities. <laughs> I think Matt's you look at him, you look at him, he's all tattooed and you think, wow. He's a pretty scary dude, but he's, he's, a, he's a really cool guy. He's yeah. a big teddy bear. <laughs> and he's a father as well, so father he can relate to young kids yeah. and you know, teenagers and everyone else. Yeah. We're very proud of the team we've got. You know, We must say that. You know, that we do look um, for particular people to become part of the Army family. You know, that We do get a million messages, as you can imagine, but uh, we're very proud to say that we have the best team that we could ever ask for. They're very genuine and very focused and have the same mindset that want to help people as much as we do. So we're yeah. very lucky. Yeah, actually, it's funny because I want to talk about uh, how to join the Army, and especially there's a friend of mine called uh, Corey Davis, who I know works with Army. Now, it's a little unfair. <laughs> it's a little unfair because apart from his amazing good looks, his personality, his charisma, <laughs> his jawline, um, his wondrous uh, but I don't really know what else Army really needs. I mean, that's quite intimidating to be an army teacher. So um, what other things are you looking for apart from incredibly good looks in army? <laughs> for a teacher, obviously. Oh, the, my the God. Perfectly groomed, the perfectly groomed hair is definitely a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance for super no chance us, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got chest there. That counts. <laughs> no, I mean, we, like we said, we're just looking for, for people that are obviously very passionate about their craft and really uh, gung-ho about wanting to help people realise their dreams. You know, it's as simple as that. Um, We do believe it takes a very special person to become a teacher and I think if you're not inspiring your students, then you're in the wrong business, you know. 
So we definitely yeah. look for that quality, um, as well as, of course, incredible shred. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like he got the gene pool correct, uh, Corey Davis. Kind of got the whole package going on for him. So I was his fanboy <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, I remember one time going to see his band, Decidia, which I think, uh, you know, as I was obviously part of coming out of Army as well. Um, I think yeah. even the lead singer from that band is part of you guys as well. Am I correct? Right, yeah, Mitch is our vocal trainer. Yeah, so those all those guys together, you know, they come up to me. I actually came up, went up to them after a concert and asked for a CD, and they're like, "Look, Matt, it's gonna be like twenty bucks." I'm like, dude, I would have given you two hundred, but thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and he felt really bad for asking my money. I'm like, dude, have it. I'm like, I I work for you, man. Like, it's no big deal. So that's really. Well, yeah. Is there anything you want to say about it before I just that's gush into the mic anymore? Yeah, oh, I guess I'm. Maybe very very pleased to hear that. <laughs> He's so modest. I hate him for it. <laughs> all right, man. It's more so about Army, not Corey, Matt. All oh, right. Corey times later when you go home at night, all right? I guess I'm, I guess talking about the students and uh, teachers, you guys have, I think, something came up in September. I guess you can showcase all in one hit. Is that correct? Yes, it's for the fourth. We've got our um, show coming up, Evolution, featuring all students, our students. Teachers, and- yeah. It's it's going to be something incredible. I, I don't think Adelaide's seen a school concert like this one before, except for last year when we did. But, uh, <laughs> you know, expect a lot of uh, young shredders and uh, insane vocalists and uh, definitely mosh pits and and that sort of stuff. So, wow. um, but of course we we all we also pride ourselves on giving everyone an opportunity. You know, we want everyone to really realize their dream, like we said, and, and we want to give them that opportunity of playing live on a big stage like that. So. We encourage all our students to get involved with that, and um, we're very pleased to say it's going to be a, an incredible show. Yeah, is there like a prize at the end for the best band, or is it just kick uh, <laughs> just prize? <laughs> Award ribbons for everyone. Ribbons. You, you picked medals, yeah. so they're all winners, really. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Free soft serve. Oh, I, I believe. I believe, uh, if possible, we, we we would have the pleasure of having you two lads there. Oh, my oh, God. It would be my pleasure, really. <laughs> do, 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 we, do, do we dare let the cat out of the bag? Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> that, that's like groundbreaking stuff. We normally like tease people for like weeks before we tell people about that Absolutely, stuff. Absolutely. Well, you can edit that. Feel free to edit that out if you need to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hell no. I'm going to put this on loudspeaker and show it to mum in about three minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's funny that because we're talking obviously about um the bands that uh not only that you produce but obviously they come out of the gar- garage or through school or whatever but do you find that Australian especially in Adelaide there's a certain type of metal genre that uh, is going through the ranks at the moment or is it just pretty diverse at the moment completely diverse I'd say yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. so many different genres that we've seen yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, music in general, I mean, Adelaide's definitely alive with it at the moment. And I think we're definitely seeing a resurgence, aren't we, Connie? You know, definitely. A, a massive growth and, a, and an almost a movement. You can feel it. Something, something's happening, you know, and Adelaide was always a big thriving hub. In the you know, 90s. Yeah. yeah. You know, going to see bands, you know, back in the day, Monster, all, all the old school Adelaide bands, and it was a massive scene. Pre-YouTube days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. pre it's funny you say that because I had a feeling when I was growing up as a kid, uh, hardcore at the time was probably one, and especially thrash, was kind of going through that transition. But you did put it down to it's changing. What do you attribute that to? Do you think there are certain bands that are in the mainstream now in metal that are bigger and they're bigger because they are diverse? Or do you think Adelaide's just now finding another 
like a taste or another genre to push forward? What do you think it is? Definitely finding another taste sort of goes in cycles, doesn't it? And all that real grungy, hardcore, all that kind of music is coming back. That 90s style is really coming back now. Massive, yeah, hugely. Yeah, I guess like I that's killed Prom Queen made a comeback recently as well. So that's a decent LA band to like restart. They've always done well. Yeah. I think I think we're very blessed to have have some incredible talent in this state. You know, I think yeah. it is very underestimated state. We've seen incredible exports from here, as well as just incredible local acts that you can just go down to your local venue and see. Um, God forbid we step away from a computer for five minutes, but uh, yeah. you might discover a band they actually like. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. Yeah, it's interesting, but we are actually seeing um, over the last couple of years, I guess, in particular, a real brotherhood and sisterhood and a band together of, of local musicians to see the greater good and see, see the benefit that it can be good again. Uh, we're very lucky. And there's also more small uh, metal festivals on New yeah. Dead and bringing all the bands together now that, yeah, if you ever, if you get down um, after six days after our show at the Gulf, which is an awesome family day, we, we encourage you all to come down. But you know, six days after that, New Dead Metal Fest, run by True Think Records, that we're also involved with, um, is just twelve hours of brutal metal. It's absolutely incredible to see everyone getting together and having a great time. And you know, I think I've ever ever seen a, a bad, absolutely incredible to see everyone together and enjoying live music. Yeah, there's some pretty big um, Australian bands. And I guess, like, talking to another uh, radio host, I don't know if I can drop his name. He's like A. Hogue or Andrew H. <laughs> one of those things. Top bloke. Top bloke, yeah. And he's saying that, I guess, one of the things he gets disappointed with is that a lot of Australian people don't appreciate Australian bands until they actually go overseas then come back. Like, they won't really support Great. Australian bands until it happens. Have you find that's changed slightly? As with New Dead Fest being pretty much in uh, interstate bands, do you reckon it's becoming more that people are supporting Australian bands off the cuff? Definitely, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, definitely. And specifically that, that fine gentleman that you mentioned a second ago yeah. um, <laughs> has been a strong um, staunch supporter of Australian music for a very, very, very long time and uh, much respect to him. I definitely, definitely see that, that there is a, a, a revitalisation in Australian music and local music and, and going out and seeing those bands and, and checking out new music. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, unfortunately, with Adelaide's a little bit harder now with the Cavern Club closing down. I think the amount of venues, it always yeah. increases at the moment. Is there any other places you reckon are propping up as good metal venues to check out? Well, that's going to be interesting to see here in Adelaide, actually. I mean, with Fowler's closing down um, in the not-too-distant future yeah. and more venues closing down, it, it's kind of a little bit disheartening, but I think it will become a little bit more where it goes a bit underground maybe. You know, I went to a great, a great event on Friday night last week, um, which was about all the bands out in Clemsey of all places. Cool. You know, wow. a, a place called Global Music Revolution. A little shed converted in with a killer stage and some lights and um, there was some young bands out there rocking out and they were all amazing. Oh, sweet. So I, I think there's so many different avenues of way it could grow um, yeah. and, and what venues are going to take up the opportunity to thrive in this in this time, for sure. And the Bridgeway. The Bridgeway Hotel, yeah. I mean, that's come back. Uh, we had Brad, our guitar trainer out there, and uh, our student, um, Joel, on vocals. Cool. And uh, Brody jumped in at the last minute on drums. Uh, He's to, our drum trainer. Yeah, for, for a Metallica tribute show in the Bridgeway 
Wow. Uh, just the other night also, and that was 550 payers. I mean, that's nice. wow. that's, nice. that's killer. Yes. I'm over 550. <laughs> Metal. There's, there's yeah. hope. You know, there's hope out there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, absolutely. Actually, do you find it hard now with obviously the turn down of the larger festivals, obviously Soundwave, the rumors of having Download Festival make its way to Australia. Do you think this is good timing for the revitalizing of Metal in here now and to jump on that stage again? Uh, I think there's been no better time. No better time. Yeah, the, it, the time is now is to get out there and get into a band, you know, have some fun, um, get it, go out and play some shows and, and take it further. You know, like I said before, they're your dreams. They're, they're things that you, we all have a, a common, uh, I guess, affinity to music. Just go out there and do it, whatever genre, metal, blues roots, whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And just go out there and do it because uh, that's the only way it's going to get better, isn't it? Yep. At the end of the day, it's not about becoming famous, really. Yeah. It's about enjoying playing. Enjoying music. Yes. Enjoying music. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, very good point. You're a legend. Obviously, you're at Army right now. I've got some major vocals going on in the background. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. That's our kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, I'm, yeah. sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you say that about all your Army students. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, they have the beauty of not listening to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in our household. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know plenty of my middle mates who would be singing out the other day at rehearsals. Um, so much I can't remember now. Oh, high tension bully! Our, our two-year-old was singing that the other day. Check that song out. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lamb of God. Lamb of God. Yeah, oh, yeah. nice. Love it. Yeah, oh, I actually remember. Yeah, I actually remember one of my friends, uh, Luke Dietrich, who's actually gone through the army as well as a vocalist. And uh, yeah, him singing those songs as well. So it's good to see you guys pushing those uh, songs for you not only your kids, but for your friends and for your, uh, yeah, for your newbies coming through, man. It's very, very exciting. Thank you. Luke was performing in our show last year and he did an incredible job on stage. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. He's a champion of all that boy. Yeah, yeah. No, we're glad to be uh, to still be friends and uh, we're actually doing a project with him. But that's all for now. We'll talk about that later. But let's talk about you guys now. I want to know what you guys think of the biggest scene now. So we've talked about Adelaide and I loved it. Let's talk about um, some more of just mainstream ideas and just want to get your opinions on life and love and uh, and, and the Super Metal Brothers. So, um, <laughs> Don't worry about us. <laughs> Don't worry about us. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the potential of it, just a band in general of reaching the heights of the big four. Obviously, we know Slayer, Metallica, Megadeth and Anthrax, all those kind of bands. But uh, with the <laughs> things like the internet, can a big band now these days possibly ever reach that? Or do you think metal now like most other genres is it's got like a niche market so the small is the next like the new big thing what do you guys think about that do you think there is a possibility of that happening well, oh that's a very interesting question yeah. and um look I, I definitely don't believe it's out of reach i don't believe anything's impossible it's just how much how far you can believe really but what you can achieve in, in life um and, and once again i mean you know we all, I guess, particularly I say this a lot to my students and, and any of our army students, that we all aspire to look up to these idols and these people that are our influences, you know, and have played a big part in our life. And, and that's great. But at the end of the day, they're just normal people just like you and I, mm. you know, and um, they had hopes, they had dreams. They just worked real hard to get it. Mm. And I, I don't believe um, it, anything is impossible to achieve. I think if you believe hard enough and you work hard enough at it and you speak it into existence every day 
Absolutely, that can happen. Why not? Well, we are seeing. Yeah, we see like obviously the very well marketed bands like say Ramstein, for example, or even possibly Gojira and even Lamb of God would be probably the next biggest things coming through. But do you think those bands that people will be talking about thirty years from now? You think, or do you think uh, now because it will be more like a revolving door, and whoever keeps into the mainstream the most or keeps more prominent in the media, whatever, they will be remembered. What do you think about metal at the moment? I think they will be remembered and, and in the same vein. I think it's, it's up to the parents, like you know, like us, for example, who um, educate our, our own children on, on the finer things of music. And, uh, you know, they grow up listening to things that, you know, in 20 years' time that they may introduce to their children. And uh, we see that a lot with our, with our students at Army, that uh, they come through and, you know, they're, they're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, wanting to learn everything shred or, you know, double kicks or, or whatever the case may be. And I'll say, what's your influences? You know, oh, Black Sabbath, Deep yeah. Purple, yeah, right. um, you know, uh, Rush. I'm like, man, that's killer. But you even know? not going back that far, like Faith No More. Faith No More, yeah. yeah. System of a Down, even though that's not that old, but still yeah, students, early, yeah. Their parents have taught them that. Yeah. And all the power to them. I think big thumbs up there because that's what keeps it alive and, and keeps bands' memories and dream and um, music alive. No, that's true. It's I think in the hands of the parents. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I mean, yeah. me and my bro here, we definitely got into metal because of our dad, and he was the massive Deep Purple and Dio and Black Sabbath guy. And we grew up listening to like records every Friday. Yeah, as well. Oh, quality. We still listen to it now, like you said. <laughs> I remember every Friday we used to listen to that well, stuff. Actually, we did until one faithful day, oh, Daniel, yeah. he was two years old and decided to get adventurous, right? So he took all of dad's original <laughs> vinyls, right? So you imagine like the, the first press of Holy Diver or uh, Deep Purple's oh, Machine Head. Machine head stuff, yeah. He got all of those out of the packet, pressed them against the floor and rotated them until they were all destroyed. Yeah. This thing would have been like at least two grand's worth of like <laughs> yeah, money. Maybe. And that was back in the 80s. So um, we had the more originals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Daniel obviously, and Dad was coming home. Oh my God. <laughs> my, my son got things. <laughs> hey, I thought I was a DJ, man. I started at two. Of ours packed away. Is that right? Yeah. I reckon I could do that to my Steve Vai record, surely. Oh, really? I know. <laughs> so, uh, lesson, lesson learned. <laughs> Obviously, he wanted to get a hold of the music uh, before dad got home, but um, that's our little uh, contribution to uh, to him. So, but again, like he was really? saying, ours, ours, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ours is with Rainbow and ours with Deep Purple. What about you two? You two obviously have a passion for metal. What were some of the bands that you guys grew up with that uh, helped fuel who you are today? Uh, all of those mentioned, definitely the yeah. Black Sabbaths and the Deep Purples and the Hendrix, Hendrix Faith No More. Oh, so many. 90, old stuff. 90s Aussie metal, obviously, as well. Like Mind Snare and wow. Force Fed and all the, lo the local bands that Sprawl. we used to go and see. Sprawl. Embodiment. Yeah. Damaged. Wow. Ma Mighty Ma damaged. <laughs> I think Matt's first like, local band was Tidal. Yeah, Tidal was cool. They yeah, how cool that is. I loved them because they came out with all the yeah, paint, which took them about three hours to put on. Eventually, they just came out with their uh, jumpsuits because they just could not <laughs> have all the poisoning going into their bloodstream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> doctor's bills were pulling out too much or something. Yeah. Paint but, gets in their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine was in that band. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, even New Dead Fest, I think uh, Double Dragon are coming back to do a, um, a guest appearance on that as well. So That is absolutely That's epic. Really cool. I can't wait yeah. to see that. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, no, it's cool because I think uh, me and Matt were both like mid-80s babies, so we pretty much started going to gigs like in the 2000s and 
I think that's this part where it wasn't that exciting, I think, in, in Adelaide. But it looks like now it's, yeah, a lot of bands are coming through. We've had mates just come back from Europe called Octanic. So it looks like a couple of guys done yeah. making Yeah, they're a great band. They performed, actually, for us. Um, they were gracious enough to, to perform a song with one of our students last year on the Nice. So, wow. Yeah, we're very thankful. For them. But they are a great bunch of guys and, and absolutely awesome musicians. Especially like and anyone who's brave enough to uh, to take on overseas, you know, it's quite daunting, and uh, you never quite know what you're you're in for. You might play in front of two hundred people in a pub, or you might play in front of a grandstand. So they were lucky enough the latter, but you know, it could have could have gone, could have gone either way, right? Um, we saw, we all saw that that's, handful of documentary. That's a tick off the bucket list for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember seeing. Yeah, I remember seeing that handful of documentary when they like make a comeback and they're playing for like nine people like in Romania or something and <laughs> guy loses his shit yeah so let's talk about uh, I guess we'll go uh, to more current events now with uh, the metal bands that you're digging at the moment so is anyone that you guys have on rotation right now oh god where do we start <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got such a wide variety of tastes we're not just metal which is yeah. good I guess yeah <laughs> it is, it is. listen to everything yeah Buckley to King Parrot, you know, yeah. um, our good mate's Wounded Pig, you know, grind, grind stuff, you know. Um, so then I guess. We love Tesseract and, yeah. you know, Pliny and Intervals and Chon, that kind of stuff. And, and that other band, Christian, what's, what are they called? King. King Gizzard and the Wizard Wizard. We love that. <laughs> that that like, is the most epic name for a band yeah. ever. <laughs> I and they are so cool. I love them. Yeah, the like new Opus, that's really cool oh, too. Yeah. Hacken. Hacken, yeah. Kill Switch. Yeah. Hate more. Is there a band that used to like, I like, did not even say argue about, but someone loves and the other person just can't stand it? Because you obviously have a very big passion for metal, but there's some times that you guys like, oh, I don't really like, can we listen to Demu instead of listening to uh, Anthrax? <laughs> like, is, is, that, is that ever come up, ever come up or are you guys just like, oh my God, another great metal band, a high five? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the same kind of music taste, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say high five, definitely. Once, <laughs> once again, yeah, but once again, I reckon Connie could smash my Steve Vai's. <laughs> oh, really? What happened there, man? Is there like, is there like tension between you and Steve Vai? <laughs> no, that was. I think I've changed your music taste a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. Connie has a very, very vast knowledge of obscure music that I never like. She goes, oh, "Have you heard of this band?" Like, no, <laughs> but it's cool and I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's main thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess like I was stealing each other's CDs all the time and finding like cases half full. Like, oh, I would have this band go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Christian used to hate Sonic Youth, and now he kind of likes it. I don't. Well, I do. I must. Admit. <laughs> oh, wow, uh, so it's actually growing so, in Sonic Youth. There, there you go. There's an exclusive. <laughs> I, I must admit. <laughs> 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 hey, first and Super Metal Brothers. Don't tell the students. <laughs> oh wow, it's grown on me. Wow. On me. Okay. Well, yeah, um, so we, got, we still listen to all the grungy stuff from the 90s. Yeah. We're old folks. Yeah. Can't go past the meanies. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I guess you guys, I mean, I guess I guess you go through phase. I guess like sometimes you want to see a little bit more melodic, and sometimes you're really heavy, and then sometimes you're a bit more progressive. So do you guys have your fads or your like moods? Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, especially when we're trying to put the what, kids what, to sleep. Uh, okay. What's that one? You, you always put on when I'm in trouble. This is that one. 
Anything angry? Loud? <laughs> that's not metal. I don't know what you're talking about, lady. That's, that's something different. Yeah. So, like, all of a sudden, the one day, like, Connie will be home. She's like, uh, Christian, do you mind just putting out the garbage? Like, oh, we're in a sec, honey. I just got to do this. Oh, no worries. Cannibal Corpse comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. I'll do it right now. <laughs> 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 well, uh, so true. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk some more this now. So we've obviously talked about um, obviously the scene and Adelaide and, and the world. But what we want to talk about now, if uh, if you're a record label, right? Let's say you're a multi-million dollar record label. You could be Sony. You could be Nuclear Blast. Whatever tickles your fancy. What's some of the bands that you would sign? Like, what's some of the bands that would make you guys the bulk money? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's a huge. <laughs> one. I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you what I'll give you give you like this. If I was a multi-million dollar record label, which we'd love to have our own record label at some point, yeah, yeah. I would sign everybody just so that they could have an opportunity. That's a simple wow. as it is. Wow, that's you been nice. never know. You know, how way, what, what better way to grow the music industry than sign everyone? Wow, wow, that's quite Give nice. everyone an opportunity. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Yeah. So you, you do it at the simple fact, like you would uh, you get them the label, you give them the recording studio, and it's just kind of like, all right, guys, you got your chance now. As long as they sound half decent. Yeah, yeah, course. we're not going to give it to like Patsy Bisco. <laughs> or the Super Metal Brother Dan or something. Oh, <laughs> hey, come on. She can, she can. Oh, I won't swear, but. Yeah. No, fuck, no, fuck. Banana Bunch, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's really. I was kind of coming on thinking, oh, yeah, now Kill Switch. Oh, they make yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm done. Kill Switch, well, funny enough, I mean, we can't wait for Kill Switch to come. Our son was actually born in Kill Switch Engage. So, um, wow. yeah, they are huge up on the top of our list of, of favorite bands. So. But they're already signs. But they're already signs. That's what sucks. Yeah. But I wish I could discover them like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're like, you'd be multimillionaire, so you just hunt them a better deal. And they'd be like, all right. <laughs> it's like, what is <laughs> I, I have a feeling that coming on this podcast, you're going to open all new doors to like uh, maybe one other band. <laughs> maybe like a window. I wouldn't say doors. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a jar. The door slightly ajar. And yeah, something might come in. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I think um, that's good. Uh, these days, I guess with like YouTube and like even SoundCloud and online like Spotify, I guess it's very accessible to like see, hear other bands, and even I guess potentially sign other bands because I guess a lot of bands these days are trying to be their own label and release their own songs, be independent. So there's always an opportunity to take a stab on on an unsigned band, and you never know what could come from that. Definitely, no. and there are so many good bands out there. Yeah, I mean, we discovered plenty on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, we have plenty just from us. So and he's yeah, someone really special. I mean, I think, like, like I was saying earlier, we were blessed with some incredibly talented people in this lifetime. And that's uh, why if you go out and see some shows, you'll see some of these incredible people out there playing for, you know, practically nothing. But yeah. they're just insane and they deserve to have that opportunity to to get their music out there. And I do believe, you know, YouTube and all that has definitely given them a great platform. Some of them haven't even performed before. They just no. upload stuff onto YouTube and become famous that way. And That's right. Yeah, well, some, of our students, some of our students, this, you know, this show that are coming up, you know, have never performed before. They've never played in a band before, you know. They're, they're given some uh, rehearsals times that we, we allocate for them. They're going to get up and they're going to deliver this insane four-hour show that's going to blow everyone's mind. It's, um, they're everywhere, every, every, all around the place. So I'd sign everyone. 
Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, that's, that's a very noble thing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that because right now, obviously, you have people who can like now have an album done from inside the house. Like Periphery, for example, they did everything basically in their backyard. And you can get a very good polished rec- record these days just from sitting in your own home with Pro Tools and, you know, your, th- your $30 guitar you bought from Holden Hill or whatever. So, <laughs> but, um, it, so like you said before, it is really perfect time for these bands to be coming right through the ranks. There's so many accessible options. But in saying that, do you still think there's a place for just honest hard work getting your demo out there going to shows handing out your flyers and stuff like that is that still very important in coming up for a metal band yeah you got to get the word out there otherwise people don't know anything's happening and they miss out on the event bit of old school new school you know bit bit of use of the technology but a bit of the old footwork as well, you know, kind of yeah. slapping up some places and bit of networking. And, uh, just talking to your mates. You, your biggest network is your friends, you know, and every one of your friends has a thousand other friends on, on Facebook or social media. Or, to be honest, I mean, we're from the Atari 2600 generation, so mm. technology just freaks me out. But yeah. um, it's it's great. There's no more avenues. There's not what's the word I don't know there's plenty more avenues of opportunity to be able to get your stuff out there and uh, mm. just do everything you possibly can do you, do you and guys, it's different yeah. seeing a poster as well like when you walk into a shop or you know you can touch it you can feel it you can see it it's different than just something being shared on the internet do you guys definitely have, do you think any traps that the um, I guess new up and coming bands fall into like maybe not getting a manager early enough or an agent do you reckon those things are things as bands coming up and starting should be looking at or starting on their own foot, you reckon? Uh, there's, there's many ways to do it, I think. And I think management certainly has its its place and and, and publicists and all those sort of things. Um, but I think if you're driven enough and, and you really are hungry enough to want to live your dream, then you'll do it. Yeah, cool. you'll make every opportunity available, and there's so many, like I said, resources out there now um, for particularly young people or even older people who you know have got drums tucked under their, you know, or guitars tucked under the bed, drums dusted off in the shed. Yeah. There's plenty of opportunity, and there's no better time than now to go and do that. Go and live your dream. Don't be content to work in a mundane office if that's not what your passion is. Yeah. Go out and work. You be don't, your own manager. Be your own manager. Be your own. Make the phone calls. Book the gigs. Yeah. You don't be your need own to destiny. really pay anyone to do that for you. If you want to do it, you can do it yourself. Yeah, I think at a certain level, I guess if you get to an international level or something like that, you, sure. know, I mean, you obviously have. That's it's the art of delegation. You know, knowing what the art of delegation is to be able to assign people to do the things that you're not necessarily great at, but, um, to cover that for you to allow your dream to come closer, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, hand your destiny. It's like a whole metal album there, you know. It does. It sounds like the He-Man or something. I feel like getting a sword and just busting a nut or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Man of War. I have the power. Yeah, that's right. Wow. No, that's cool. So I guess, um, I mean, it's very inspiring stuff you guys have been talking about. Even like, the way you yeah. sound like you're inspiring your students and you try encouraging them and putting the power on them, making them have that self-belief. It's quite a it's quite a noble way of putting it in quite an inspiring, inspiring way. So I think your teaching at the moment is very um seems to be very right on the money, I reckon, Matt. <laughs> oh, I, I've, I've been sold ever since you said hello. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm on Dream Street right now. I'm thinking about Corey's yeah, golden locks anyway. Corey, really. Matt. Stop thinking about Corey. <laughs> 
Yay! <laughs> so I guess um, damn pants, get them off. <laughs> uh, I need to like go to another room, man. <laughs> so with, I guess uh, with army, anything major happening apart from September? I guess the fourth. I guess talk about that a bit more. But anything else major happening until Christmas? We're planning on doing an acoustic show for all the students that are not into that full-on metal, yeah. rock metal. So something a bit. So it's more chilled out. I mean, unplugged, if you will. Nice. Wow. Um, But yeah, just uh, some other other genres and and other different specific shows to show that we are very diverse. I mean, like I said, uh, heavy metal is our point of difference, but we do do everything. We we inspire everyone to to play whatever music they like, you know, whatever music they are into, we will be there to help them. So and some of the people that are playing in the, in the metal show do want to do the acoustic one as well. Definitely, yeah. Just to show a bit of variety and yeah. they don't just do one thing. A couple of, yeah, we've got master classes in the planning at the moment nice. we're working on and uh, a few tours that we've been working on lately as well. Wow. Always got our... Finger in the pie or something, I guess. Great. Exciting. But obviously the most exciting thing for all the fans out there in Radio Land is the 4th of September because you're not only be delighted with all those amazing students, all those awesome tunes from Christian and Connie, the Super Metal Brothers are apparently going to be there as well. Is no. that right? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure uh, what made what sold you on us, but uh, we'll thank Hagee for it, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we can't wait for it. It's going to be an amazing show and we're going to have a lot of fun too. We'll we'll be very on. We look forward to having you there, boys. Yeah, great. Well, yeah. Well, this has been amazing. We've had a great time. Um, I guess we'll wrap things up, Danny. Yeah, um, unless you guys have any questions for us. I don't think you would want to. (laughs) Don't have any questions for us. (laughs) Damn, what's next for Superman? Yeah, we don't look that far ahead. We're doing our podcast tonight (laughs) after this, and that's about all we got planned. Absolutely. We're super lazy brothers as well as super metal brothers. Yeah, it's watching the metal at the Olympics. That's enough. All right, guys. So, uh, look, Christian and Connie Broom, thank you guys so much for being on our show today. It means absolutely everything that you'd come on, and we look forward to uh, having you back on here soon. Yeah. Yeah. Our pleasure. Thanks so much for taking interest in us. We really appreciate it. All right. We appreciate you guys. Good on you guys. All right, guys. So we'll see everyone else out there on Radio Land later on. I'm Super Metal Brother Matt. And I'm Super Metal Brother Dan. And we'll catch you all around next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys.